Welcome to the Tour Coach here in 2023, another year of the stories, the conversations, the roundtable discussions that come from my travels on the PGA and the Corn Ferry Tours, along with my teaching down at Old Palm and Palm Beach Gardens, or here in my studio in Mobile, Alabama. These are the stories and the guests and the people that I run into that I bring to you to help you enjoy playing the game of golf, learning about the game of golf, or learning how to teach the game of golf. I hope you'll enjoy my travels, my conversations, and you enjoy being on this journey with me. But I also want to remind you that this journey and bringing it to you wouldn't be possible without a special thanks to our longtime sponsors. First and foremost, Strixon and Cleveland Golf, Vineyard Vines, Bushnell Golf, and Buick GMC. Without those, the tour coach and all these travels wouldn't be possible, wouldn't be possible to bring these conversations to you. I hope you'll enjoy sitting in with me on another version here of the tour coach. All right. Uh, joining me here on the tour coach, uh, been a while. It's been a couple. I think it's, I was looking back. I think it's been almost two years, uh, year and a half, two years since I had this guest on. He's seriously my favorite guest on the Dew Sweepers radio. He's always the most prepared, always has something insightful to say. I always learn something. So it's good to be back here on the tour coach after a few, we've had a few weeks off for uh, the holidays and some Memorial day and kicking off summer and all that. But joining me is Brian Manzella. Brian, how you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good, Tony. Looking, looking forward to, um, to having this chat. Uh, I've, uh, I've thought about this <laughs> episode for a little while since we've discussed it, you know, a couple of weeks in advance yeah, and, yeah. and had a conversation on it. I think the, the folks, uh, who listen to this will, will get a kick out of it and, yeah. and maybe, uh, hopefully even, you know, make them think a little bit. No, I agree. And, and, uh, you know, this all came, so give people a little background. Brian comes, I mean, at least once a month on or maybe more on my radio show in Mobile on WNSP. And the last time we got on, we got to talking and, and just like you do, you got talking and you brought up, you made a comment about the Mount Rushmore of teaching and coaching in golf. And we didn't have obviously time to go on it. And afterwards we were talking off the air and I said, Hey man, that'd be a great, that'd be a great podcast segment. So I thought, so anyways, you had some travels. I know you went over to Europe and I think you went to Houston and some different things. And now, now we've got some time. So let's talk about the Mount Rushmore of golf teaching and coaching. What let's start with your thoughts of, of, of this process. Well, as, as, as most things are for me, unfortunately, <laughs> I am a counter puncher. <laughs> so I almost need to be pissed about something right before I really do my best job. That's how it was when I played football. I need to get hit in the mouth early. Mm-hmm. And then, then, then I turned into whatever small little miniature green, uh, incredible Hulk. I heard somebody somewhere talk about a pot, you know, I guess on a podcast, about their Mount Rushmore of teaching. I think this is something that on this particular podcast, they ask everybody. Okay. And it was a particularly, in my opinion, horrific take. Okay. <laughs> what the Mount Rushmore should be. And I'm not going to talk about it any more than that. That person's entitled to their sure. opinion. I don't even think they believe what they said, but it's fine. So it made me think, and and uh, as uh, you know for sure, and lots of folks who are listening to this know, my best friend in the business is Michael Jacobs, who's a top fifty, top one hundred teacher, right. friend of yours, and 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 a lot of folks, and and uh, we have these kind of conversations when we don't have anything else to talk about, which we almost always do, though. And Mike 
helped me a bunch because he, he brought up some things that, uh, you know, his, his ideas on what, uh, that, that Mount Rushmore ought to be. And, and I didn't a hundred percent agree with him, but, but close enough. <laughs> and, uh, so what I did was knowing I was going to be on here, I, I actually researched Mount Rushmore and the guy, I guess it was the artist that decided on who the four people on the, uh, you know, on the mountain were and why they were on the mountain. And they, 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 he did it based on the father of the country, right. was obviously right. Washington, the growth of the country and, and, and the declaration of independence, which was Jefferson. Right. And then you had development was Roosevelt and, and then, uh, preservation was Lincoln. Mm-hmm. To, to that that's the that's the thing. So I went. Well, that's that's a pretty good way to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I when, had, you, when you think I of it in about, that terms, yeah. I had about six people that I I was trying to put on. You know, the mountain has four people on it, right? And and I wasn't going to go away from that, and, and I didn't. And uh, so to me, the father of this uh, crazy business that we're in, and you know, there's a lot of folks out there that you know, that, that, that probably listen to your stuff. And I, I know follow me that would like to do what we do. Right. right. It, it, it sounds like a great idea <laughs> as a business. Uh, I have a couple of junior golfers, one in particular that thinks that this is what he wants to do with his life, you know, and I'm not trying to discourage him uh, because it just beats the hell out of, uh, you know, selling widgets, or digging ditches for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or standing on a skyscraper with a with a rivet machine. Uh, but whatever industry this is, I, I, to me, the father of of the industry, like a person who teaches golf, that people who don't live anywhere near them might go see. Okay, right? Mm-hmm. Because otherwise how much could you charge? Right. I mean, like in any market in mobile or new Orleans, which is a, a mobile is a fourth level market. And new Orleans is a third level market, not a whole ton of money. You can't, you can't charge with butch charges in Vegas for sure. So basically I think that that's Bob Toski. Now people could make other determinations. And I, when we get further down my, my list then you could pretty much, you know, see why, it's not somebody else who may already be on my mountain for something else. But to me, I've been playing golf. I started when I was 10, I'm 61. I know there's other folks that are older than Toski, you know, I mean, they're not older than Toski. Toski's still around. Right. Yeah. Yeah, But, but, but they, they, um, uh, you know, they they did this, uh, with some, um, notoriety and maybe even were destination teachers, which is my word. Um, but I think fits the fits the bill before Toski, but he was the first star. He was the first, you know, he, this this guy is supposed to be the best teacher, and even if he wasn't ever the best teacher, it doesn't really matter. Only the man upstairs knows that. To me, he's the father of the industry. So right. I, I thought, okay, Bob Toski. So then the growth. Uh, part of it, the, the Jefferson part, to me is, and I thought some other people that, that I have on my little honorable mention list, because I'll, I'll give you one, for instance, 
Hank Haney was the first person that charged real prices. He was the first. Now, now maybe, you know, Tommy Armour, and we'll, we'll talk about him in a second, but <laughs> did as well. But that's because he was already famous as a player. It'd be like, a, yeah, you know, anybody we know who's a famous player who doesn't teach decided to teach. They could just the day they started teaching, they could. Like Tiger the, wants to give a lesson, he can charge whatever he wants. Right? Correct, correct. <laughs> right, so so um, to me, that, that person is Ledbetter um, because Ledbetter is the first person that was, that the current business that we're in, he more or less invented it. I'd agree, I'd I agree with both your it, selections but, so far. But on paper, right, but on paper, he... He was the first person that I don't think my mom, if I said mom, my mom's 93, her birthday was yesterday. Um, mom, have you ever heard me say the name Hank Haney? She might, you know, say yes. But if I say David Ledbetter, she she may not know who David Ledbetter is. But she but knows. She, know, she knows who David Ledbetter is. So she, she probably got golf digest out of the the, the mailbox and, and right. <laughs> he was on the cover or something like that so uh, he, he's the first person that elevated this business slash mini industry to some sort of a you could believe me you and I haven't done this get rich right right no no yeah you know, he, look, there's other people that might have got rich as a golf teacher before David Ledbetter but he made it seem possible he mm-hmm. was the guy that well you you, you, you know you're, you're gonna try to make it you're gonna you and you got a couple dollars in your pocket you're gonna go see lead better and and there was a time where that was true mm-hmm. I, you know i remember yep, for sure uh uh and and it didn't always go good and we can talk about all that stuff later but there's no doubt that they somebody needs to build a statue to lead better so the development one was tough. The Roosevelt one was tough because if you look at Roosevelt being on that thing, there's a lot of people could have been in Roosevelt's spot. He's not in the top four most famous mm-hmm. presidents, right? He's not. A lot of people don't even know he's on Mount Rushmore, but he's on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> and 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 the, and I read the you know the, the official you know National Park Service. I read the I read the whole thing. So to me, that person. And there's a lot of people would be really close is Jim McLean. So Jim McLean's probably made the most. Okay. This is my contention. Jim McLean has made generated more money in the business that he didn't directly create. Right. In other words, if you do a Tony golf school and you've done them and I, I've done, you know, golf schools as well. And me and Mike do them. It, it, and, and we have somebody work for us at that thing. That's that's to me. That's what I mean by not directly. I'm yeah, not, somebody's not paying me. Yeah. It's my, my assistant who wouldn't have, I don't have one, but I mean, we have, we have right. like no, no, understudies, I, right. I've, I've and you them, do yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the, when those people, they wouldn't have done a golf school, that particular golf school, if if, if you wasn't doing it, or I wasn't doing it. In this case, McLean, and 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 then of that, not only has he had and still has a bunch of people teaching for him, and now at the Biltmore, form, formerly the Row, right? Mm-hmm. That 
are giving God awful, tremendous, doing tremendous numbers of which he's taken a, he's taken a cut. That's the whole point of this, that you, you know, you can only give so many lessons and you can only charge so much an hour. And then the only other way you can make money is with something else. And that's something else. The most direct one to get you on a mountain is other teachers that you trained, that you hired to work for you under your brand. And then you take a percentage and you do golf schools and stuff like that. And he's at the top of that list and the tiebreaker there, because there's other people I could, you know, hear, you know, teachers listening to this thing, you go on this man's all the guy, boy, I tell you, what about this? Yeah. But the tree, right. That has to be some kind of way that has to be important. How many people did you put your hand on at least at some period of time that are out there and they're on friggin' lists and they're teaching mm-hmm. famous players and all this kind of stuff. So he, he, he makes it there. Now he, it's a little interesting that, and, and I think Jim is slightly older than David Ledbetter, not a hundred percent sure they're close to the same age. It, it's interesting fooling with that generation because they're only like a half generation older than me, right? Right, right. <laughs> and, oh, and I know you, the feeling. The <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> so, so, so I got McLean there, and then the preservation, the Lincoln thing. You know, nobody, nobody has threatened this this business yet. <laughs> Although my business has been threatened a few times, but but overall, you know, who has elevated this to? the next level. And I think that's Butch, Butch Harmon gets the, uh, the Lincoln spot, not because, you know, he, he saved, he saved us from any Gulf civil war, which actually the, the Gulf teaches civil war actually exists, but there is no, there is no, uh, there is no Lincoln. You know, he's FYI, he's David is David 70. Jim is 73. I just looked it up on the Google machine. Good, good, good for you. Uh, <laughs> I, I would have missed that. Uh, that, that actually I surprised me a little bit. I would have thought it would have been the other way. Well, I had those guys a little bit older than that. So, boys, if y'all are listening to this, <laughs> I'll shake your hand and apologize next time. I would have said Jim 74, 73, and, and David like 72. But I wasn't that far okay. off. No, hey, no, no. I'm 61. There's probably people think I'm 100. Okay. So that, 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 that's a pretty good Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. right? Toski, Ledbetter, McLean, Harmon. Now, give me give me your rebuttal to any of those names because there's plenty of it now. Like, you so, know, I, so I'll like, tell you right now, when I so you surprised I went through me this yesterday. <laughs> you surprised I, real quick, me. I, I went through this. I went through this with Jacobs yesterday, and yeah. he went, "How the hell can you not have Harvey Pennick on your four? I, I don't, and I have my reasons, but. He did give me one interesting, and I, and yeah, I'm, I want to hear this. Your show, I want to hear what you have to say. But I just wanted to get this out because I'll, I'll just forget it. There was a tiebreaker with one of the people. Not going to say who, right? And he said, "Who would you rather take a lesson from?" And he said, "There's your tiebreaker." So that's how one of these people got on the list. There were two people that were pretty even, and he said, "Well, you know, who's got the best stuff?" That's that should be important, right? We we actually give golf lessons, so the actual golf lessons should be pretty important. But but go ahead, tell me tell me about your. No, no, I, you know, I actually I, I was thinking about this yesterday. I was uh, just hanging out, and I was thinking about who I was trying to guess who you were going to pick, right? <laughs> and <laughs> uh, because I have known you a good while, we've done a zillion of these on radio, and so like 
you shocked me because I really, you know, I was like, I think everybody listening would probably, wouldn't you agree? There's probably like maybe seven or eight people you, you know, people that teach a lot of golf around, like, you know, so, but like, you know, there might be different four, <laughs> but, you know, I think we'd come to, you, you know, I, I, well, if anybody's got somebody that's not on my honorable mention list that I'm going to go to next, then I, I, I really apologize because I think, Everybody on the honorable mention list. Yeah. That pretty much covers it, but I'm sure. Right. I mean, I didn't spend a hundred hours on it. I didn't, you know, like, but it, I'm sure that I missed somebody, but yeah, that, that, yeah, you would think right. if you went through the top hundred teacher list and, and all its branches, right. The, the hall of fame and the, the guys who used to be gals that used to be on it, you know, you got all of that family together. And and then the people that aren't, I think has been, have been on the top 50 golf digest list. And you send something to all of them and say, Hey, give me your Mount Rushmore. Seven, seven or eight people would be way out in front. And then, you know, you would have a big drop off. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, so if you go through my list, you know, I would put like, I would be partial to Toski probably because a lot of the people I came up under, Hank, Wayne Flint, Mark Wood, all worked with Toski, and I've heard tons of Toski stories, right? Uh, but yeah, I sure. but I could also see, like, it'd be a tough decision. Like, if you broke it down the way you did about how they put the people on Mount Rushmore, I, could all, I, I also have a hard time going with what Michael said, like not putting Harvey on there, right? But I, you know, I mean, those would be the two that because, I like, bounce because, back and forth. You know what? One of the other things Mike said, and I don't know that this is true, but sounds good to me. Um, of all the name teachers, and we're barely name teachers, right. but sort of kind of, who's given the most golf lessons? Ooh, you know, probably Harvey, right? Because he did it for so long. Correct. At a club, but he where was he a just, head pro too, you know. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was just standing out there teaching all day long. But anyway, you know, there's one there's one good reason to have Harvey on there, and that book that he sold ten trillion copies. Mm-hmm. So I would put the only other thing I would like. I'm a big Butch fan. I, I think you could almost in this, this break. This isn't what the mountains about, but you could put the Harmon family as a family on the Mount Rushmore. If you know what. Well, if you, if you had a if you had a golf professional right you know as a opposed to professional golfer mount rushmore then the Harmons have a have a wing right right <laughs> so, for sure i just you know i've taught yeah. with, i've taught i've had a couple done a couple schools when i was at frederica with billy and he was amazing uh you know i, I know from teaching lucas for five years or so the impact that dick had uh i don't know craig uh but obviously he was forever at oak hill i just was saying you could almost you know like butch obviously for his impact on what we do is which is what the mountain's about but i think you could also say like the impact the family but i also can see where you could go with that when uh you know you said a professional mount rushmore but uh and i agree 100 percent with mclean and what he's done uh, you know, the teaching tree, I think, is very important. And you and I have talked about that, and I've talked about that on a variety of things because, uh, like I said, I came up from one. And, uh, you know, I think that I think the influence you have on teachers that come up behind you and the and your influence on those uh, helping mentor them is, is, is a big piece of what we do. 
Well, and and I don't want to derail my my goofy order in my head, but <laughs> one of the things that, that I wanted to at least touch on was if you, yeah, because I, I had uh, another. I'm going to leave his name uh, out of this. <laughs> I had another <laughs> top fifty teacher on the um, on the on the phone, and we were talking about it, and 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 we started going to, into more current. And we, and we, and I said, you know, here's, here's one way to look at it, right? If you're doing current, like if you're going to do a separate list, say, okay, these guys are on one list, one mountain, and you have a little smaller mountain over here that's made out of wood, and they're just going to have a little mini thing. You, it, it, to me, the way to do the current list would be starting from whoever number one is, who could you, who would you be able to take out of, out of the discussion? There has never been a, I don't want to pick on anybody. So I'll, I'll use football coaches, <laughs> you know, um, uh, if you take, you know, Charlie McClendon, right? The old mm-hmm. LSU coach. If you take him <laughs> out of, he never, he never was a head coach because he was a, a long, long time assistant. And then Diesel left and he, be, he became a head coach. If you take him out of the, the story of college football, could you tell the story of college football? Probably barely, right? Like it, you might, you, you might, it might mess up the story, right? Mm-hmm. But he's right at that. He's right on the borderline. If you pull him out of the history of college football and everything that he had something to do with, what is how close is the story to the story of college football? It, it he's right on the borderline, and there are teachers like that. Who, if you pull them out, the, the, even though they're way more famous than other teachers that would have more of effect, you pull somebody out, and then you can't tell the story. The whole story changes. That's pretty important too, right? Mm-hmm. So that was Agreed. part of my that was part of my deal. Um, because I, I can tell you right now, when people listen to this, you know, because people, if I do something, people listen, whether they like it or not. <laughs> they, there are people listening who think they ought to be on that Mount Rushmore, and they're mad at me right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this is a vendetta against me. I ain't got no vendetta, man. Let me tell you. I vote for people who I think deserve it. And this this goes for any votes I have. I agree with that. The top hundred, top you know, whatever I, you got. Otherwise, then basically, you like in in golf, right? You, you, what do they always say? You saw the guy over there moving something. He wants you got to protect the field. Mm-hmm. There you go. So if you vote, you know, just because you you know dislike somebody, you're not going to vote for him or something like that. Then that's that's a that's a yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that's a and I think in in our industry, I, that's a that's a big thing. You know, obviously these lists and some of these rankings are important uh, to people's career and what they earn and so forth. And you know, I try to when I have been part of something or you know vote on the digest deal, like, man, I I really try to take the personal. I've you know I've voted for people that I don't particularly like, but I think are good at what they do and deserve recognition. There's no doubt about it. So, so I'm going to, here's my, and please comment as I go. Here okay. Sure, sure. This is my honorable mention. It's long. The honorable mention. All right, we got about 10, I'll, we got about 10, 15 minutes. 
So just, All right, here we go. Ernest Jones, right? Yep. He's got a tree. He he was the first person that probably somebody went out of, you know, yep. state to take a lesson from, you know, in the Spalding building in Manhattan. Alex Morrison's got a hell of a tree. He's got Jack Grout on it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy Armour was probably the first. You're going to pay a lot of money for a destination teacher guy, right. really, even though he was most partially that came from the fact that he was a player. Uh, Harvey Penick that you, you, you and Mike Jacobs would have probably put on the uh, thing. Uh, Jim Flick, who, you know, I, I thought was a, a sweetheart of a man and I never really liked what he taught, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and I had one famous debate with him and he was probably right. And I was probably wrong, but we'll, we'll leave that for another day. Uh, John Jacobs probably deserves to be on the Mount Rushmore. And that's probably my most glaring. Okay. I, right. Yep. If, if you would just go in top four teachers of all time, he would have been on that list. The reason he wasn't was I was trying to stay true to the Mount Rushmore. Okay. By the way, opposite of Jim Flick, I'm sure a sweetheart guy never met him. I met Jim a few times. John Jacobs in the last, 20 years of his life and he lived a pretty you know long life i hope we 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 get the opportunity to do that the man upstairs says so the last interview he did i literally didn't disagree with anything and if i would have read something that was a similar interview that was done with me 10 years ago i would agree right no no (laughs) like everything that he said in that interview and he said like 50 things i went yep 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 uh hank haney hank haney was the person who um and I don't mean anything by this. Hank Haney might give me a better lesson than Jim McLean. I think Jim McLean's body of work that's not teaching the books and the videos are better than Hank's. Sorry, Hank. I'd I agree with you're that. A, that's, I, like, I like that point, too. I think that when you evaluate teachers, and it goes for lots of things we've talked about, I think your length of and body of work is important. I think everybody's yeah, had – a, there's a lot of people that have had – a flash of success over a short period of time and had a good player or burst on the scene in three, four years or five years. But I think like what you said about Jim's long, I mean, and you know, the body of work that he's from the stuff he's written to still being relevant, to still coaching and teaching, to doing radio, to doing schools, I think it's impressive and in hundred percent should be up there. And probably slips, slips him by Hank. No offense. Hank is a first ballot hall of famer. If you start another, I know there's one hall of fame, but there'll probably be more. Jim Hardy has an unbelievable tree is still relevant. I'd still around like these guys and, and, and right there with Jim, Mike Adams, giant yeah. tree, still pushing the envelope, still doing things, has a body of work. Like, you know, he would say, well, I've got more books than Jim. You probably do. Right. I mean, right. so, and, and, but, 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 you know, part of this is part of what made this thing tough for me was they got guys that are current. They're not Correct. that much older than me. Right. No, no. So, you know, they're competitors and I don't, I wouldn't keep anybody off cause they're, they're a competitor, but I'm just saying that's part of it. It's, it's hard to evaluate people. Uh, unfortunately, right. That a, a lot of people don't, um, get their due until they're gone. and didn't get enough of their due when they were around. And then the last name that's on this, and I, I put it last on purpose is Ben Doyle. That, that was the only thing I had close to a teacher. Right. And even though golf swing wise, I probably listened to him and did what he said 
by the letter for only a, a couple of years of the many, many, many decades that I knew him, uh, has an awful good tree. Oh, if for you were sure. doing current trees, you know, there's a famous, you know, and if this takes up my time, it's no. worth it. Yeah, so Brando Chambly, Brando Chambly, <laughs> and, and, you know, is one of those guys that everybody wants to debate. But, and I think my detractors would put me up there, I'm going to beat his ass. I don't know if Mickelson is or anybody else is, but if, if we start talking golf instruction and we get on live from the map, it, he's going to lose. I'm a better arguer than him. I'm louder than he is. Like he can't talk over me and I'm just going to hit him with stuff because I've been doing this for 40 years. He's been talking about it for a, de- a decade. We were at a top, 100 thing and you were there and mm-hmm. we, we had a little dust up about track man, but he, and I, I won that one too, but, but the, the one that nobody heard because somebody took the mic from me uh, because they thought I was, I was winning over the crowd. I don't think they liked me, but either way, uh, the, the yeah, simple deal is that he had, said a couple things about Ben without mentioning Ben's name. Mm-hmm. So I was going to say, Hey, over, over here, uh, Bandella, one more time, Brandel, uh, the guy you were mentioning, you know, like off, off, you know, off and on there, you know, that you, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, you know, Hey, a lot of people have taught, gave, give bad lessons. His name is Ben Doyle and he's not on this planet no more. So he can't hurt you. So I just wanted to like give him his due. And by the way, I'm going to now get off of this chair and stand up. And then I want everybody in this room. And there were what, you know, it was, it was 200 people in the room. Everybody who thinks in their heart, they wouldn't be in this room. If Ben Doyle had never lived on this planet, y- y- y'all stand up too. the, the 50 or 60 or 70 people would have got up. Yeah. Oh, so that's, for sure. I don't think that gets Ben on the, the Mount Rushmore, but he's on that second list now. You know, just just on that, not on his body of work for teaching or anything else. Because at the end of the day, part of what you can leave people in this industry is you know is you know besides the written word and videos and stuff like that, right? When you're gone, they'll, they'll still they'll still be out there is the people that you influenced right. that would give you credit. Now, like I've influenced a lot of people that wouldn't give me any credit, but that's, that, that's fine. I'll, I'll take the credit yeah. <laughs> anyway. You've had a big but, influence. Yeah. So, so here's, here's a kind of an interesting thing that we talked about real quick. Um, there ought to be some like lists you don't want to be on. And the number <laughs> one list that nobody should want to be on. And I can tell you a hundred percent, I'm not going to be on this list. Who has done the least with the most? In other words, the the criteria for this one would be the next hundred people that tee off at Pebble beach, 90% of the people with a lie detector test on would say they've heard of them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Robbie, is it Robbie or Bobby? It's Robbie Shelton, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, 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 yeah. Robbie yeah. and Bob. Yeah, so, Bobby Wyatt, Robbie Shelton. Yeah. Yeah, those those guys, right? So I, I'm using those guys as an example because they wouldn't, 90% of the people who teed off at Pebble Beach yesterday didn't know who they are. Right, for sure. Right? 
but 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 ten years from now, they both everybody might know. But I'm just saying, what that's what I'm talking about. So like people just a little bit more well known than those guys because they I, I I thought they were perfect, you know, baseline. So like you know, known players, right? You know, Sam Randolph was a known player, and Hank Haney taught him off the tour. There's no big deal, you know. I'm, I'm sure if I would have had more opportunities, that would have happened to me too. But I'm just using that as an example. Sam Randolph was a pretty well-known guy back in the day. Not right. now. He ain't going to be one of those. So the, the the point is that that should be talked about. It's never talked about because nobody wants to be controversial. And I'm not anywhere near as controversial as I'm supposed to be. So I guess I'm going to start trying to live up to it. But there are people, and you know who they are more than me because you're way out on tour more than I have, have been lately, you know, with David mm-hmm. being on a senior tour and all that. But – 40 guys that everybody's heard of and like maybe one guy like finished top 10 a couple times after having a bad year and nobody won. That's, that's a over 40 the way I look at it. So, you know, it's a weird, it's a, it's a weird business and that part of the business, because this is a, you know, the, the, from the tour, you know, what's the name of this podcast? Right. Tour coach. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tour coach podcast. So I may have to rename it if I keep getting fired, but yeah. They, uh, yeah, there's only two kinds of suits, <laughs> the ones that have and the ones that are gone. Yeah, oh, I know. And uh, uh, so it's just one of those things that nobody talks about. And it's, but, I, you know, it's talked about, you know, when people are on the telephone. It's like, you know, there's something not quite right about tour coaching is that obviously it seems to me that there's a – concerted maybe unspoken effort to keep people who aren't on tour teaching from being on tour teaching. Right. (laughs) There seems to be like a lack of new blood, even though there's 50,000 people teaching golf in the United States who probably gave a hundred lessons last year. And, you know, we were talking about that the other day and that you can't get on my, I guess you could get on the Mount Rushmore if somebody does a show like this 20 years from now without tour guys. Yeah, I think you will be in the future. I think because of the way, whether we like it or not, stuff's gone to social media and content and hell, we're even putting content out. I mean, I think that, you know, I mean, I think they're, you're going to get, you know, like you said, if we did this 20 years down the road, um, you know, there probably would be somebody on that Mount Rushmore that's, you know, that, that didn't teach high level players that just had a big influence. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I'm sure the people that are saying, okay, so you had Haney over here in one hand and you had Jim McLean on the other hand and Haney's got all these majors, you know, with, with two guys mostly, right. Mm-hmm. The, the, the one and, and McLean doesn't really have it, that, that, and, 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 I mean, overall, if you just looked at the players from top to bottom, you probably maybe give a slight, nudge to Hank, but I think there's going to be people who listen to this podcast that are going to agree. If you got to put one of those two guys on your Mount Rushmore, it's, it's Jim. I agree a hundred percent. And with the reasons for his. Yeah. For, and, yeah. and so, mm-hmm. and, and so, you know, Tati taught a ton of tour players, but that was back when people really weren't, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't have a guy going flying out to the next event. For right, sure. Right. Right. That, that, that didn't exist. I mean, like the first time I went out with David on tour in 91, I mean, there were people borrowing my video camera because I was the only one that had a video, video camera on the driver's range. It's just think about how, it's the, it's the stone ages, babe. So, you know, I, I think 
that, you know, I've always wanted to be the best mm-hmm. and I'm 61 and I'm hoping I get a, another 20 years of, you know, really being relevant because it's, it, it, it ain't that easy to get on one of these, no. <laughs> somebody doing this 20 years from now, you're going to have to figure out a way, especially, um, without, uh, you know, getting lucky, right. And, yeah, and, and just sure. having somebody that, that, you know, that makes, you know, cause I, I think anybody like, you know, anybody that could have had tiger probably would have won a couple. Maybe. For sure. No, but I don't you think know, anybody would have messed before him he up. Got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> messed him up so bad. He wouldn't yeah. win one. Right. <laughs> but, 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 you know, I, I really like the history of all of this. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I think it's fun to, to, to discuss and it's not discussed enough. And because of that, you're, you're sort of losing the history, sort of getting a little bit buried, yeah. right? Like yeah. you could do a whole show on any of those people, Alex Morrison or, or Ernest Jones or, you know, and, and uh, uh, while there's still people that have, you know, and, you know, somebody like Jim McClain or, or Mike Adams, somebody yeah. that's, you know, a half generation older than me, they know way more about those older guys because they may have actually known them. Right. right? Absolutely. They may have actually, they may have actually like, you know, Hey, yeah, I talked to, um, I talked to, um, you know, Paul Berkeley all the time. I mean, Paul Berkeley taught in New Orleans for a while. I didn't know who he was. See? <laughs> so, um, but there are people, you know, that, that know people that are, 10 years older than, than people I know because they're 10 years older than me or more. And I'm Toski's probably met every one of these guys. Right. Yeah. So I, I just hope that in the future, uh, folks that have the platform to, um, get people on to talk about this kind of stuff and more in, instruction history, do it. And, and I really appreciate you having me on. Well, Brian, it. I, I, I love it. And I love this part of it. And, you know, uh, again, I mean, I, I did one of these, not long ago, I had Wayne and Mark Wood on with Luke Herdenine. Luke had gone through old Digest archives and found some old Hank, Hank stuff, uh, Johnson, you know. And, I mean, yeah. it was cool. Like, we, you know, and, heck, some of the stuff was the same stuff. I mean, a, a lot of it was exactly the same stuff I use and teach today. But, like, I think with all of the info out there sometimes, like, I, I think this conversation is wonderful because I think some there, there's some people we often overlook how brilliant they were for their time. And you can argue whether all their stuff was right, but they were doing the best with what they had. Right. It's not like any of those older people had Jacob's 3d and just refused to look at it or use it. I mean, the stuff wasn't available then, you know, there weren't force plates and there weren't available, but, but, but I can, I can tell you this. If, if Ben had a, you know, Ben (laughs) just Mm -hmm. Ben had a list of, I think it was like, Top the top one hundred was first, yeah, and he had a list of the top one hundred at that time. Mm-hmm. I think it wasn't the first or second; might have been the third version, right? Mm-hmm. Every two years, and he had it highlighted up, right? <laughs> and he said, "You see, see, see these, see these guys right here." And he was he was looking at the, you know, the, the these are the people that have come take a lesson from me. And then he had an orange or a different color highlighter on the left, like a little dot, yeah. And, and, and here's the people that have bought my video, you know, which was a hundred dollar video when nobody had a hundred dollar video. Nobody, and yeah. it was like, yeah, it was like 40 of the people had taken a lesson from them and 70 of them had the video. So mm-hmm. that by, by definition, that gets you somewhere. I can tell you that no right question. now. So, you know, that 
how many people out there are actually learning stuff from a current teacher that they may go teach tomorrow? Because I can tell you there's stuff that I wouldn't go near. Yeah. So, but I listen to it. I listen anyway, right? Because there may be some shred of, 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 of truth and maybe I get an idea, but there's no list for that, but they ought to be. There should be. Absolutely. Brian, this was awesome. We got to do this again. Got to bring you back. Got to wait. I got to do it in less than a year and a half or whatever it was last we time. Got, we got to get. We got to get a, an older guy than me on. Who? With we, me. Who? We, we, all right. Let's get to. Let's figure out who the older guy is going to be, and we'll. The, I'll bring him. We'll do it. Well, three of us will do one together. And 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 and, and I think it, it has to be at least somebody in the age of those. You know, guys like you know McLean and yeah. and, and I think Butch Butch is like seventy five or six, right? So, uh, he's close to uh, eighty now, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. See, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. that, that you know what the the longer that Butch does what he does, the way he does it, I know he doesn't travel on tour and all that stuff anymore. But he's still there's still people going to see him. Yeah, hundred percent. That gives me hope. That gives me no <laughs> gives question. Me hope because it's like he's still doing it at seventy eight or whatever age he is. I, then damn it, I got I got a good run left in me, so yeah. I'm going to try like hell. So one day somebody's talking about me like this. Brian, I appreciate it as always. Thanks for sitting in with me. Thanks for hanging out and uh, look forward to catching up soon. Coming on over to New Orleans. Absolutely, Tony. Uh, Always a pleasure. All right. See you, brother. I hope you enjoyed this edition of The Tour Coach and this conversation that we brought to you about playing, learning, and teaching the game of golf. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Tour Coach. In between now and next week, make sure you follow us on our social channels. You can always find me at the Dew Sweeper on Instagram or go to our YouTube page where you'll see a scene and a video from my teachings daily on our YouTube channel. You can find that by looking up Tony Ruggiero and the Dew Sweepers on YouTube. Until then, make sure you follow and check out Everything Tour Coach and all our sponsors, Shrikshon Cleveland Golf, Bushnell, Vineyard Vines, and Buick GMC. I'll be back next week to help all of us appreciate, learn, and enjoy the game of golf.